to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. have a very vibrant guest. Her name is Jordan Rush. She's known as your pal Jordan on Instagram. She is a petite influencer who loves fashion, traveling, skincare, and so much more. And she is just glowing with positivity all the time. And I'm so excited to dive into her story and get to know her a little bit better today. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Jordan. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. I am stoked to be a part of this um, and just excited to be chatting with you today. I would love for you to start off by telling us how tall you are, how old you are, and where you live. Yeah, so um, I am standing at a solid four foot 10 inches, um, which I absolutely love being short. Um, I am originally from Columbus, Ohio. So originally a Midwest girl, but I've been living in Houston, Texas for the past seven years, um, which is kind of crazy to think it's been that long. Um, man, am I missing a question? No, you got it. Okay, perfect. I was like, was there another part to that question? (laughs) How do you like Houston? I love it. So it's really interesting. It's very different than the Midwest. Um, you know, it's very true when they say different areas have different types of culture. Um, Houston, Southern hospitality is a real thing. Um, Texas, people are a lot more proud than any other state to be from this state, which is rad. Like the state pride is to another level. Um, but it's the only difficult time being down here is like this time of the year in the summer, because it is so painfully hot. Oh my God. <laughs> besides I that, it's great. <laughs> I'm in Vegas right now and it is hot as hell. Like oh summertime in Vegas. It's just like we had 116 last week and it was just like, oh, I don't even want to go outside. It's yeah. This is the time of year. Like everyone in the North is like living their best life outside. Whereas us in the South, we're like, anywhere with AC is preferred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then like all the other times of the year, they're like, oh, I wish I was you. (laughs) Like you're not wrong. (laughs) It's a trade-off. It's a fair (laughs) trade-off. For sure. So who are you? I want to know a little bit more about who you are as a person. I know I kind of gave a little brief intro, but Yeah. So outside of like the blogger sphere and kind of that space, um, I would probably best describe myself as, um, 
I am a very big free spirit. I um, love to travel. I think that's something that is, has been always really important to me is getting to not only experience new things, but what's really cool with traveling is that you get to meet people along the way that you never would have met, or you get to learn a little bit more about the city. Um, so experiencing new things is something big to me. Um, I am a, a wife, a sister, a friend, a daughter. I am a dog mom to, I mean, I know I'm, I'm very subjective on this statement, but the world's cutest dog. Um, <laughs> I have a five-year-old Pembroke Walsh Corgi named Felix, and he knows he is as cute as I think he is and gets away with everything. Um, I'm someone that's passionate about positivity and joy and living a colorful life and having my wardrobe in my house kind of reflect that. I know y'all can't see this, but I literally live in a rainbow house. Like my walls in my house are different colors. Like I just, I just am big about, you know, enjoying life and, you know, seeing the beauty in life despite, you know, everything that kind of happens in it. And I think that's, me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if someone were to pull up your Instagram right now, they would just see all of those walls of color as well <laughs> as your beautiful face with just like vibrant clothes. And you are just so colorful. So where did that come from? Like, where does this love for color stem from? Tell me about that. You know, what's so funny. If you actually scroll back from like the beginning of my Instagram, I would say it's a lot more neutral tone. And I think that's mainly because like, that's how I dressed for my corporate America job. Um, but I have always been infatuated with color. Um, and I think it's because colors, they kind of relate to emotion too. Um, you know, my favorite color is yellow because it's radiant and it's vibrant. Um, but I like, you know, blue is a very calming color. And so it's, you know, I think they just relate to different emotions. But if I were to pinpoint kind of where my love for all things color stemmed from, um, I'd probably say it started when I was in high school and we were redoing my childhood bedroom. And I told my dad, I was like, I want my walls I want the walls in my room to be all different colors, like one wall, one color, one wall, different color. And my dad was adamant that it was not going to happen. And bless my mom, she like talked him into it. So my walls, I had four different colored walls in my bedroom and it was my favorite version of my room ever. Um, so my parents still joke, like they came and visited my house not too long ago and they're like, some things just don't change. <laughs> Some things just don't change. And I'm like, that's so true. So um, yeah, I think I've always just been kind of attracted to color and you know what it can kind of do to you and your mood and the energy of a space. And um, I've been kind of just hooked on it ever since. I'm smiling so big over here because I had a similar story in high school where I was like, I hate the colors of my walls right now. Like they were like yeah. a lime green, like they were light. And it was, I don't know where I got that idea from as like a preteen, but that's what we had painted in my room. I was like, I hate this. I want to paint it dark purple, like, like yes. llama purple. So I didn't even ask my parents. I just like straight out went to Home Depot, got two buckets of paint and painted my walls like this dark, dark, dark purple. And they were fine with it. They were like, well, you know, it's your room. It's fine. Like it's, it's done. Cool. <laughs> 
but then I also had like one wall that was just all magazine cut out collage like it was the most epic like teenage room ever I love so it. to say it sounds very on trend for <laughs> the times back in the day <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> But yeah, like, so your Instagram, I just love it. I don't even know how I stumbled upon it. I think I was looking at like the petite and curvy hashtag or something like that and might've just stumbled upon your page. Um, But I just fell in love with how colorful it is, how bright it is. Your smile is just like so inviting as well too. Like you're very happy, very positive. Um, So tell me a little bit more about like what you use your platform for. How did it start? Um, and how it's going. Yeah, well, first and foremost, thank you for the super kind words. It's super flattering to hear, and I'm super humbled that, you know, I get to do stuff like this and (laughs) get to meet people like you. Um, But I remember I actually started off um, blogging through vlogging. So I used to have a YouTube channel where I would do different things of, like, encouragement and joy, and it kind of fell off when I started I'm traveling more for my corporate job, but I wanted to get back into it. I've always been interested in blogging. And so about three years ago, um, I think that's when like blogging started to become more popular. But I remember thinking, I was like, man, there's not a lot of people that look like me. I remember buying like a few outfits from a few people that I followed. And I was like, none of this fits me none of this fits me or it doesn't look right on me because like they may be like five six or five seven but that's a solid eight nine inches taller than I am and I was just like I don't see a lot of people on the internet that look like me or shaped like me and I was like in order to change that like you should be the change like you create that space that you want like if you want to see something you should be one of the people to walk in that path so I was like let's do it um so I wanted to use my platform um as a space for not only people who kind of look different or people that do look similar to me or have similar body styles but a place that's inclusive for all people to want to just one embrace color in their lives um but also as a space that um embraces you know looking for the little things in life that do bring you joy and being unapologetic about that that you know life doesn't have to be amazing every single day but there is still space and you still have you know um there's still room for you to be joyful and see you know the color in every day too. So I'm trying my best to like keep the best of both worlds of encouraging, but still like here's a peek into like my day-to-day life and here's some like style ideas or if you need some tips on how to style like your petite body or if you're like me, like I'm kind of curvy slash I have an athletic build. So things fit me differently. So that's something that I talk about often too and just kind of just keep it real from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely do. For example, the setting spray, the SPS. Yes. SPF setting spray. I don't know. I can't talk right now. It's Um, a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that is brilliant. I need that, but I'm not the type of person who's going to go buy it off of Ulta when I can go to Ulta. So my question to you is like things like that. How do you get the credit per se talking about like, Mm -hmm. I know that's like, keep it really real, (laughs) but also (laughs) really fun at the same time. A lot of people run into, and my thing is, is that 
Um, I like to know it and like that affiliate platform. It is for some women, it is for some men and women, it is their main source of income. And that's great. Like a lot of people, it is a really lucrative piece of their business. If you have a very large following for me, it is just a side of what I do. So it's for me, I'd, I'd rather see it as a resource for people if you're easily trying to find something. But I do the same thing too, where I'm like, I'm just out and about. And instead of just ordering it from Ulta, if I'm running an errand, let me just run in here and get that. Um, and so for me, it's not always about getting the quote unquote credit. Um, but if I find a product that you love as much as I do, and it works for you, to me, the biggest thing is when I helped you find something new that hopefully is like a small, what even whether it's a big plus to your life or a small plus, it's just something, an added bonus. Um, but two, on the business side of things too, it helps you trust me more as well. So while I might not get the credit for everything, if someone reaches out to me and messages me and they're like, hey, like I was able to try that product and I loved it. I'm like, that's what I, that's enough credit for me. Like I always just see like my affiliate sales as my fun money. Like that's just for kicks <laughs> yeah. and gigs. Um, but at the end of the day, like there's so many, I love like to know it, but there's so many pros and cons to it. And one of it is like tracking sales and it's just not always the best at tracking sales sometimes. So I just don't, I don't put a ton of energy into sweating that side mm -hmm. of my business too. It's just a fun added piece of it. Right. Yeah, totally. I guess like in the sense of like people, if they're going to buy a product that's like outside of that realm, just telling you is enough for that uh, like validation to be like, okay, I need to keep posting things like this too. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm like, I love when people message me and they're like, I tried this out. And I'm like, that tells me that you like seeing content like that. And so while I might not get the credit for it, it helps take a lot of, it takes the thought out of what I need to continue to share or spice things up. Um, and sometimes too, like I'm resharing items. Like I'm not just like a one and done person. Mm -hmm. So it tells me like, I might need to reshare this in case someone didn't catch this item on that day too. So it ends up working out. Like if it's something that someone loves, it works out for them. And then it tells me this is a good item. Keep sharing this. Yeah. Um, and kind of on that note, this is a weird story, maybe. <laughs> but um, so I I looked at your skincare routine because you have flawless skin. Like it's incredible. Um, so I'm like, okay, looking at these products, I'm like, okay, so I have like all of these things. They're not exactly that specific product, but I have mm -hmm. all these things. Like, so let me just like go in the order that she goes in. And honestly, like I've been doing it for probably a month now. And I feel like my skin has never looked better. Shut um, the front door. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. I've been waiting to get on this podcast with you to tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so awesome. That makes me so happy to hear. Um, Cause I'm a firm believer too. Like when your skin feels good, like you just naturally feel good. Mm -hmm. So whether you're wearing makeup or not, like when you're not wearing makeup, you're like, okay, yeah, I feel like a baddie. And then it makes <laughs> your makeup look even better. So that makes yeah. me so excited to hear. 
yay. <laughs> Thank you. Because it, it, I mean, it makes me feel better too. Like I, I feel like acne, especially along my chin is always something that I've struggled with hardcore. And I like always have tried these big skincare regimes where it's yeah. like, it's all one brand and all one company. And they try to sell you like 12 different things. And so I've tried things like that. And I'm like, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to just do what she does. <laughs> she has a couple different products. There are a couple different brands, but there are things that she really likes. So I'm just going to use what I have and then eventually just transition into what you're using. Um, like I, I got the, the SPF, just the, the, um, I don't know why I can't think of my Is it the settings? anymore. The settings no, I didn't get that yet. Okay. I'm going to get that. <laughs> I swear by it. <laughs> the other one, the, it's just like the gel, the is it the sunscreen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tula, the Tula project. That's what it yes. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. It's, and I mean, I live in Vegas. Like I said, like I need that SPF. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you consider yourself to be? Are you an influencer, a blogger, an entrepreneur, like a creator? I know. Cause I, I always want to like introduce people and I'm like, well, I don't know if they're going to be offended if I say influencer, like so what do you consider yourself to be? Yeah, so that's so funny that you say that because sometimes when people hear influencer, it's like immediate cringe where it's yeah, just Yeah, and like, turn off and like... Yeah, we were like, <laughs> oh, you, you do what? But I would consider myself an influencer. I When I'm introducing myself to people or like explaining people what I do, I just put the general label of content creator. Um because oftentimes like I'll have brands that will hire me to create content for them that they could just use. Like I don't have to post anything, um, but they just want photos or like a video of me doing something. So um, I just use the term content creator, but I would say like blogger still fits into that space of what I do because I do still blog. Um, I would say like influencer does play into that space because um, while a lot of people like cringe at the word influencer, because there's a lot of people that don't, there's people that do things that are kind of like, mm, that doesn't seem right, but there's a lot more people that do it the right way, in my opinion. Um, and a lot of marketing companies see people like influencers as being a value add to like a marketing strategy. Um, and so I really just see like my role, even though it's called influencer, I'm kind of like a marketing strategist with a lot of companies too. So I'm hoping to like eventually help destigmatize the word influencer for being so cringeworthy, but I probably, any of the above labels work for me to describe <laughs> what I do. <laughs> awesome. Do you consider yourself a petite influencer or just kind of like a color influencer? Like who do you think your target audience is? Yeah. So I would put my label under petite fashion. Like there's not a lot of people, you don't run into a ton of people that are like under five foot. So I do try to tailor like a lot of my outfits to how I style my body. So um, I would say I do have a good chunk of my audience that is petite, especially like talking to people through messages. A lot of people will message me asking what size I got or how it fit or what the length looked like because a lot of my audience is petite size. And I would consider that anything from like five, three and under is typically petite. Um, granted, I mean, there's a whole variety of what, what height you could be, but, um, I would also say too, like, 
I cater to people that love color. So if you're looking for different ways to incorporate color, um, you know, I'll have outfits that are super bold or outfits that are very loud, or I'll have outfits where, you know, if you just want a pop of color or an idea of how to style something, like I've got you covered on that too. Um, so I'd say like my content, um, hopefully just relates to like, you know, your everyday woman that kind of just wants something fun on their feed. Um, the petite gal that, you know, needs ideas or options on how to style things. Um, I would say both are my audiences. Yeah, I love that. So what was your childhood like as a petite? Do you have any funny stories? Did you even notice that you were petite? Like, that's so funny that you say that because I, um, I would consider myself like, I don't notice how short I am unless I'm around certain people. Like, and I feel like it was always like that as a kid. Um, I knew I was short and I was like notoriously always like the shortest or one of the shortest people in my classroom, but I loved it. I loved, and I still do love being short because it's, it makes you different. Um, and I liked having that for me where I was just like, I'm always just like the shortest person around. Um, and I loved that as a kid. Um, you just embrace it. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Like, I know some people, I, I, I know there's a lot of things that people struggle with and I'm not saying that like my childhood was perfect but um I loved being short it was just something that was different um I forget that I am as short as I am unless <laughs> I'm with people um it's just like a fun aspect and people love it you know I think people like people that are fun size and something different <laughs> than what you typically see <laughs> I love that i I had so many height insecurities as a kid. Like I hated being short. I was same thing, always the shortest one in my classroom and my sports teams and all of this stuff. And <laughs> it was, just, I never liked it until I got older. I was like, I love this. Yeah. So. That's why I'm like, I think I just had so much fun with it growing up in it with the things I did in my life. Like I tumbled and I danced and I cheered. So being short. Yeah, like, so you did all the sports that like, catered Required. to my height <laughs> yeah so it like I did things that like really catered to my height there's I think the one thing I really wanted to do that I never did was I wanted to play soccer but that was the one thing where my parents were like you're so small like you're gonna get hurt and I'm like I don't think so um it's like that yeah. that was like one of the few moments where I like thought I was short but I think yeah soccer was my it. sport soccer and softball and I I was a pitcher like Pictures are supposed to be tall. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Well, it is what it is, though. It made me who I am. So I'm cool with it. I bet you dominated at both. I loved both of those sports. I just never did them. I yeah, well, I, I tell this story all the time. Like, I, I dominated in softball. Like, I was star pitcher. Like, I, I will brag about it up until eighth grade when the eighth grade coach took one look at me and was like, mm -mm, you're, you're too short and oh my threw gosh. me out into the outfield and I was like uh no I don't like this game anymore and that's, that's when I stopped crazy. okay yeah. so that's so that's wild that like you kind of had the opposite experience when it came to athletics where like for me like when you're doing competitive cheer they're like we're gonna grab the shortest person to be like a flyer and it mm -hmm. helped with 
tumbling. So that was like support aid, but where you were in a sport where they were like, no, there's no way when they're actually missing out because you're, you were raw at what you did. Um, wow. I could imagine that was probably pretty tough too. And that's like, yeah, like you're, I was a 13 year old girl. Like that's devastating. Right. Yeah. And you're still trying to figure out like yourself and your body at that time. And you're just like, Mm -hmm. is there something wrong with me? Like for me, like, I can't help how short I am. Wow. Yeah. Well, everything happens for a reason. I mean, I would give that coach a strong talking to (laughs) to say you're missing out on the short ones, but, um, I wish you could see me now though. Like, like, look at, I I help the seat women. Yeah. Like (laughs) being short's a great thing. (laughs) You just missed out (laughs) on that note. Something that I realized pretty recently, I would say in the beginning of this year, um, was that a lot of fashion bloggers, a lot of fashion um articles and things like that they're always like okay petites this is how you dress to look taller and I kind of just had this realization like oh my god like what's wrong with being short why do we always need to appear taller like what is what is that about I just want to know like what are your thoughts on this do you have you realized this before in the past like where do you stand yeah so um, I remember watching, I think it was like maybe like a reel on Instagram and someone was doing something similar of like, this is how you need to dress if you want to look taller. And she was like stating her height. And I think she was pretty petite as well, but I would have never noticed. Like I wouldn't have known if she just would have dressed that way. And I think it's just kind of reframing our mindset of, um, you know, it's funny. It's, it's always about what's on trend at that moment, because I remember growing up, you know, one of my best friends is a foot taller than me. And I remember she growing up, she had difficulties because everyone being short was the thing. And now it's being tall or now, you know, skinny and then curved, you know, there's always something that is on trend. And I just, I'm like, I think it's going to have to get to the point where people are like, I'm just okay with dressing and being who I am and there's I do get a lot of people that like meet me and they're like you're a lot shorter than what I thought you were and I'm like I'm you know I I don't take that anyway because I'm like I can't help my height but if you notice my personality more than like my physical attributes then that's fine there are certain things like when it comes to dressing that some things do look better on taller people and some things do look better on shorter people it is what it is like you know, I can't control it. Like, I think that's just factual, but I think if we spend less time trying to be more of something that we're not, it takes away from us focusing on like the things that we do really love about ourselves. So I do hope that we start to stray away from like how to look taller, how to be taller. And I will say like when I'm shooting photos, I do it at certain angles because some angles just like cut my body off. Um, where like, if I'm trying to show off an outfit, you don't want to look, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to look as stumpy, if that makes sense. Like you do want like to show off certain features, but I'm not trying to be anything that isn't me or like my body, like, you know, so it's trying to find like a happy medium between the two of those. Right. And like using different angles isn't necessarily lying or trying to be anything different than you are it's just exactly a space that 
you appear in a way that you like. Yeah, it's okay yeah. to like shoot at different angles or, you know, to try different things and it makes your body look, you know, you like this look better. It shows off the outfit better. Like that's mm -hmm. fine, but I'm not going to go out of my way to try to look taller because I'm not taller. Like I'm four foot 10. Like I will never be <laughs> tall. is just not something that I'm ever <laughs> going to be. So I'm not going to try to be that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some styling tips you have for petite women? Yeah. So, um, I think one of my favorite styling hacks is if you're ever looking for like a maxi dress that you don't have to get tailored, grab midi dresses. That is my go-to if I need, if I'm looking for like a maxi length dress is, um, I'll look for midi and they end up being like the perfect length on me. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite style tips. Um, another two granted, I know we were kind of talking about this, about like trying to be tall, like shooting to be taller, but really though, I swear by, if you find petite paper bag pants, if you're like dressing for work, they do make your legs look longer, um, which is really cool. I remember I showed one of my friends a picture of like these pants I had and she's like, man, your legs look so long, but it doesn't make sense because your legs aren't long. And I was like, it's because when you wear pants, when you wear paper bag pants that you know, kind of sit above like your waistline, it just naturally makes the rest of your body look longer and taller. Um, granted, I'm not tall, but it's kind of a cool hack. Um, so I'd probably say those are two of my favorite styling hacks. Yeah. And I feel like it just kind of makes your body appear how you see it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because like, I feel like if you're wearing like when it comes to shorts, things that are baggy or that kind of sit closer to your knee, like it takes away from your body. Yes. And I think that's where the terms like look longer, look leaner, look taller kind of come from. And it's, it's the wrong phrase in a sense. Yeah. Like it should be like to show off your body the way that it is. Like, I don't even know how to put it, but, um, does that make sense? Yes. Well, it's when you say that too, like even with certain styles, like I love dresses and baby doll dresses and stuff like that, but I have to be careful with certain ones because sometimes like your body just gets lost in it. You're not working with a ton. So you have to be careful and you don't want it just sold like a bag on you. Yeah. You don't um, want to be swimming in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So for a lot of like dresses, I'll belt it to like give my body shape. And so that like, if I'm wearing a baby doll dress, I don't look like I am 13 with a belt and like with the right shoes or like a heel, you know, I look like an adult woman. <laughs> right. I feel like really like focusing on defining the waist is super helpful. For yes. Petite. So true about that. Like when you keep your waist in mind, your body doesn't get lost in the outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So where can people find you and what are some things that you're currently working on and have to offer? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at your pal Jordan and Jordan is spelled with a Y. Um, I'm also on TikTok and YouTube, which those are probably like the two big things I've been working on is trying to, I love Instagram. Like that's my baby. Um, but I do like TikTok. So I'm trying to be more active there. Branching um, out. 
Yes. And so, and YouTube is actually why I even started on social media. So I'm trying to get back into the swing of things of doing weekly vlogs there. Um, so you can find me there as well. Um, granted, it's taking me a little bit longer than I had anticipated, but um, this fall, I will have up my first course on how to, if you are a fellow like influencer, on how to um, negotiate brand deals and how to get brands attentions too. So um, that will be coming up. That will be live on my site. And I'll be sharing about that um, on Instagram when it is live. But pretty much you can find me across almost all platforms at your pal Jordan. That's so exciting. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) One last question. We'll wrap it up here. What is your biggest short girl problem? Like if you could eliminate any short girl problem, what would it be? Grocery store shelves. Oh, that that is my biggest one. Like I, I'm the girl that like at my house, I have no problem climbing counters, but it's always at grocery stores, which I shamelessly am that person that is like scaling the shelves (laughs) to get what I need. But it's always funny when I come back down and people are just like, they're staring like did she just did she do that (laughs) or like when people come up and they're like do you need help which I appreciate that like but I'm like do you not see me scaling this I'm just (laughs) I'm doing great over here (laughs) so I'd probably say grocery source shelves that's probably my biggest short those are the worst those are definitely (laughs) the worst there are many times where like I'll see something like way back there and I'm like I'll get it next time. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> like how badly do I need this? That's how I'm like, if you see me scaling something, you know, it's something that I really cannot walk out of the store without. Yep, without. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to come on here. Um, and I am just totally obsessed with your page. <laughs> well, thank you. Seriously, thank you for just one, like thinking of me to be a part of this. I am absolutely honored. Um, and it's been such a pleasure to be a part of this. Like I am just over the moon that I get to do stuff like this. And you even thought of me too. So thank you again. Okay, little ladies, listen up. Do you ever feel short and stubby in the pictures you take? You know, the kind where you're like, oh God, I swear this outfit looked way cuter in the mirror. Ugh, I get it, girl. Pictures can be rough for us short babes, but here's the thing. We can either allow pictures to flare up negative body image issues, or we can use them to boost our confidence by simply using a few little tricks. The good news is showing up confidently for the camera just got easier because I'm sharing my petite posing tips that consistently help me appear as hot in photos as the way I see myself in the mirror. Inside my petite posing guide, you'll get over 35 petite empowering tips that help you look amazing, feel confident, and totally own that camera. Just head on over to funsize.life posing to grab your copy now. Are you hungry for some meals and treats in the perfect petite portions for your fitness goals? I got you covered, girl. Download my free fun size recipe library filled with over 36 recipes made for a petite by a petite. Just go to funsize.life slash recipes for free entry to my collection of healthy recipes.